Hola, bienvenido a Delisted El Podcasto. Soy Michael Kay. A soy Allison. What did what did you order? A soy latte? Yes, a grande, please. So that was our shitty attempt at Spanish, which for you, you didn't learn Spanish, right? I didn't learn any Spanish, so I felt so proud being able to introduce myself in Spanish just now. You never took it in high school? No, they didn't offer it in Canadian high school. I took French. so like They didn't art... offer Spanish at all? Well, I mean, they might have at like a city school, but I went to the school in the country. So no, we didn't offer. <laughs> no, we had French and that was it. Your only option was French. The only option was French. And I think they like introduced a Japanese class at our school. But... Japanese, really? Yeah. Later on? Um, It was like in my final year, I think. Well, so then you have a good excuse for being shitty at Spanish. I don't. My mom, that's her first language. My grandmother, my abuelita, who she helped raise me, she only spoke Spanish. She knew wow. maybe three English words, but you don't need to really know English when you can get your point across by waving around a chancleta at a child. You don't need to know English. So, but my mom, she didn't, all of my cousins are pretty fluent in both Spanish and English. Mm -hmm. But my mom did not want to teach us Spanish because she was afraid then we would suck at English, which jokes on her because we're shit at English. So yeah, zero language is known. Zero language, the language of not making sense. Okay, so let's end our Spanish portion of this episode and go right into goop. Goops, goop. Is this our first time talking about goop? Yeah, I think it is. It's oh exciting. Okay, so goop, they're currently selling jade and rose quartz eggs for $55 to $66. You shove them, you ladies, shove them up your vaginas. Well, speak for yourself. Well, rich ladies that yeah. can afford a $66 jade egg. You shove them up your vagina, and they're supposed to balance your hormones, regulate your menstrual cycle, prevent uterine prolapse, blah, 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 all this bullshit. So they also sell currently something called Inner Judge Flower Essence Blend. That's $22. It's flower water that is supposed to help with depression. And if it helps with the depression you get from from realizing you spending you spend $22 on flower water, I don't know, but it's supposed to help with your depression. Michael, did you look up the ingredients or like have you looked up the ingredients of this flower water? Yes. And what it yeah. says, it's basically Gwyneth Paltrow, the flower water, you know, in her day, the flower she uses in her house. She basically just dumps that water into a bottle and charges you $22 for it. Yeah. That's it's, basically it. Yeah. It's a, even snake oil is looking at flower water being like, okay, but at least I'm something. Yeah. So several medical experts have said that yoni eggs, which are coochie eggs, are bad for you because they could lead to bacteria up in there, which could lead to toxic shock syndrome, which could lead to you being as dead as Gwyneth's hair. So you they say you don't want to do that. No. So the Santa Clara County District's Attorney's Office brought a consumer protection lawsuit against Goop, saying that what Goop claims the pussy egg and potpourri water does aren't backed by science. So they're saying it's bullshit. It's like, did they even have to bring a lawsuit 
to say yeah, that it's we bullshit. Knew. We already yeah. knew. So Goop, instead of fighting it out, they agreed to settle for $145,000 in civil penalties. They also cannot make claims in the future about any of their products without backing it up with science. So they might as well close their doors if they can't do that. And they agreed to refund anyone who bought a jade egg or flower water. Goop said in a statement they're not admitting fault and they just wanted to settle it quickly and amicably. Michael, can we just take a moment to have just either a moment of silence or a prayer, whatever you choose, for the Goop employee that has to handle all the crotch egg returns? Who's going to return it? That's what I, because if you're going to buy it, if you're going to spend $65 on that, you're not going to return it because you, you, you didn't need the money. I know, but there's going to be one person who feels duped. Like, they're going to be like, oh, so it doesn't cure my depression and balance my hormones and regulate my menstrual cycle? I want my money back. Does, yes. it, does it have to be new? No. Is that what I, you're talking about? They're going to get some used... They're going to get all used coochie eggs. This is what I want to know, because I know when Goop was pushing vagina steaming, yes. they also said that you could do that with your butt. So can you stick a jade egg up your butt will it give you the same benefits i'm not going to try because if i did it it'll come out scrambled so no (laughs) you michael you can stick anything up your butt if you hope and wish hard enough oh yeah your heart leads you to do it i mean you can stick anything up there that's my favorite disney song by the way so thank you for quoting that yeah yeah when you walk around uh disneyland you hear it playing. You're like, this is perfect. This is my ideal day at Disney. Yeah, your wish is a, your heart, your butt is a wish your heart makes. Yeah, yeah close your, enough. Yeah, your butt is a hole that will take anything. Yeah. And the other thing is, Goop supp- reportedly their revenue last year was $45 million. So 145000 is nothing. Like Gwyneth queefs up more than that. And that's because her yoni egg is probably gold. Yeah, uh, $145,000. The only thing that... I can see them doing is, you know, taking lemons, making lemonade. And I could see Goop next month offering, they're like selling. Aid. Coochie yeah. aid. <laughs> making Coochie aid. Again, my favorite drink that you get from Disney World. Um, no, I can, I could see them like selling something being like, you know, we've discovered that the hottest health trend is settling a lawsuit for $145,000. You could practically feel the toxins leaving my body as I cleanse my spirit of negative energy. For just $145,000, you can buy a set of non-legal documents to experience a settlement for yourself, and they'll sell out. Yeah, a million rich ladies will line up. And what I want to know, if you have used a jade egg, email us and let us know if it cured all your worries. And all your ailments. Yeah, like should we buying should we be buying these eggs? Alternatively, okay, so, will a regular egg work too? Yes, I want to. Um, I'm picturing that, and I don't know how it's going to work, but if it does, I want to know. Sure. Okay, so on to another mess. Uh, so Michael Moore, he's promoting a new documentary, his new documentary, Fahrenheit 11.9, which I don't know what is that. What is 11? Is that? Oh, that's the election. I'm so stupid. I know. I thought it was like a knockoff 7-Eleven. So did I. Okay. So this is, yeah, this is why we don't touch politics. Because <laughs> so, so Trump has always threatened to run for years and years and years and years. And Michael Moore says he finally decided to run after he found out that Gwen Stefani made more 
money as a judge on The Voice than he did as the host of The Apprentice and Celebrity Apprentice. So Trump came up with this brilliant plan to prove to NBC and the other networks how popular he is by running for president. That's what his his press conference with the, you know, with the escalator when he and Melania came right. down to announce that he's running for president. He was hoping that little press conference would make NBC see how popular he is. Petty revenge, always a great platform to run on, by the way. Um, so Michael Moore says that Trump really doesn't want, didn't want to be president, doesn't want to live in the White House, doesn't want to live in a black city like D.C. He just wanted the networks to fight over him so he could get more money and here we are. Well, not you, because you're in Canada, but here I am. Well, I still I still have to watch the, you know, train wreck happen from several miles away. Um, yeah, I, just, I don't understand. I don't understand running for president because you want to make someone jealous. Well, it's like, so stupid and it's so petty that it's so believable, especially him. And, you know, when Gwen Stefani went pop, we knew this was going to happen. We knew it was going to be the fall of democracy. Yeah, it was like, we know it. It's like staring into an evil crystal ball. But I don't understand how, like, I don't understand how he thinks that that would make NBC, like, I guess I'm just trying to say, I don't understand how he was so angry that he wasn't getting paid as much as Gwen Stefani, because of course, the voice is worth more than the Celebrity Apprentice. Like, they have Gwen Stefani, and they have Adam Levine, and the Celebrity Apprentice has Kate Goslin and Rod Blagojevich. Well, how did he not see? How did he not understand that he well, is not course, the? He's the well, loss leader. And it also makes sense that he would get upset over a woman getting paid more than him because I'm sure Adam Levine and Blake Shelton make more than Gwen Stefani. Oh, and he wasn't definitely. mad about that. He was mad about her. And speaking of Blake Shelton, isn't he a Trump supporter? Sort of on the down low. Yeah, he's a down low Trump supporter. Yeah. So when he heard about this, he probably stopped fucking, you know, whoever his side piece is and texted Gwen to say how much he appreciates her. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's true to her. It's yeah. real love. Yeah. Alleged. Alleged. <laughs> yeah. Um, so speaking of real true love, this is I've got a story about two people who really, truly love money and they got caught. Allegedly. 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 Um, so this is a story about um, two people from New Jersey named Mark D'Amico and Kate McClure. And um, this all started last year. Kate was at a gas station. She couldn't pay for her gas. And a homeless man named Johnny Bobbitt, no relation to John Bobbitt, Wayne. Yeah. yeah. Who got his wee wee cut off. Um, so Johnny Bobbitt, a homeless veteran, gives Kate his last $20 and was like, here, you can buy gas. Right. Yeah. So. Then she starts a GoFundMe, which is, you know, of course what you do. It's 2018. You have a GoFundMe. Well, yeah. Or you're not really alive. No. And they ended up, it went viral. She, they ended up raising, so Kate and Mark ended up raising $400,000 for homeless of Johnny. Of course. Yeah, yeah of, of course. And, um, but the start, things started to go wrong because Johnny was like, Hey, I don't really, I'm not really getting any of this money. Like, I know that you raised almost half a million dollars. Well, they gave him 75,000, right? They did. And he bought a camper and he like, they he bought let... a camper and an RV and then spent some on drugs, which I would too. Yeah. So, you know what? We all would. The money's gone. Yeah. yeah. So 
Mark and Kate, though, saw him spending money on drugs and they were like, well, we don't want him to blow it all on drugs. So we're going to hang on to the money for him. But by hang on to the money, I mean, they allegedly took the money with their hands and stuffed into their pockets. So Johnny's like, "I where's the money? They say, oh, well, we didn't spend it, but you can't have it. So Johnny got a lawyer and the lawyer did some investigating. And it looks like allegedly, reportedly, all the money is gone. Mark and Kate spent all the money. Like yeah. it's, it doesn't exist anymore. They also It's in nobody's accounts. Yeah. It, the, GoFundMe is like, you know, there's a 404 error when you go to it now. Um, so the great part about the story is now they're in court. Johnny has a lawyer, right? Johnny's lawyer is fighting really hard to get him his money back. And Mark and Kate's house was raided today. Because they kept claiming, well, we don't have the money. We never spent it. So authorities went and raided their house to see just how truthful they were being. And they found a hunt. They found 1,000 yoni eggs. They found <laughs> 45 cases of flower water. Flower water. Well, what they did find was a black BMW that was towed away. That was their, that wasn't already her car? No, I don't believe it was. So it looks like, again, allegedly, it looks like they went out and bought So people bought are saying that they BMW. bought that BMW. Oh, it's a brand new BMW? Yes, I believe so. Or so it's a really are... good looking old one. It's a... <laughs> They've kept a really great condition used BMW. So now a court has said, you, ha- we, you, you have to transfer all the rest of the money over to Johnny's lawyer, whatever that may be. And they don't know what the money is. It could be... $200,000, it could be 20 cents. It's not known right now. It's zero cents. And this is why I always side-eye a GoFundMe because it's like, you know, there's a GoFundMe for, you know, help my baby get a heart transplant. And you don't know if that baby's going to get a heart transplant or the person who started it is going to go to Bora Bora. Yeah, exactly. They're, they could be taking all that money and you could go into their house later and find a gold-plated pinball machine and a small bag of diamonds being used to prop open the laundry room door and a white poodle named Princess La Chanel. Yeah. And a and baby the, with a bum heart. And the thing with those messes, those two people, you know, they're saying that they don't trust a homeless man to handle that payday, you know, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't handle, they don't trust him to handle all that money. And... So if they don't trust him, why did they even start this GoFundMe in the first place? You know, They're, you're going to be the one who handles the money. Yeah, they can't be trusted to handle the money. I well, would ar- they can't be trusted because they ran out of gas and had no way to pay for it. So how the hell are they suddenly C- CFOs? Oh, and they ran out of gas in Philly, too. So they were way far away from home when they ran out of gas. If you can't plan a road trip, you don't deserve to control someone's GoFundMe. Okay, now we're just going to go over some a few stories real quick, starting with the Oscars. The Oscars were planning to get more people to watch by doing a popular movie category for next year's ceremony, 2019. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen in 2019 because they don't think there's enough time to plan it. But they may do it in the future. Poor Mark Wahlberg. Poor Marky Mark. I know it was so it was definitely going to be his year this year with that movie about I don't know what it was but yeah I know I it was don't know movie. he's you punching know, something yeah a movie where yeah. he punches something and looks yeah. constipated yeah art imitating life but you know I fe- I do feel bad though because I heard that 
the Hulk had already been fitted for his tuxedo. So, <laughs> and if anyone if anyone's mad about this, it's probably the old crusty ass voters because they're like, well, what category are we going to put Black Panther and Crazy Rich Asians now? We can't put them in Best Picture. So what are we going to do? Yeah, <laughs> they're like, hopefully they had a good song in it or something. Yeah, but I think it's a good idea not to do it this year because Dog Days is going to win Best Picture anyways, and it definitely would have won Best Popular Movie as well. So It's, it's going to sweep everything. Give everyone just, else a chance. Which I don't even know what that movie's about. The posters just take me to a higher place. What, do you know what that movie's about? Um, a dog Talking day? dogs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Okay, on to Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber, he just bought a $5 million lakefront mansion. He has other homes in Canada, right? Uh, yeah, I'm sure that he bought his dad a trailer in Stratford. Yeah. So he just bought a $5 million lakefront mansion with a horse track in Ontario. And Us Weekly claims that he and Haley Baldwin are going to live in Canada full time because Justin is sick of the L.A. scene. And the L.A. scene is sick of him. You know, Michael, when Canada wished on that cursed beaver paw so many years ago to get rid of Justin the Bieber... What? Cursed beaver paw. We don't have monkey paws up here. We have beaver paws. Is this a did, is this a real thing? No, you know, like in like a movie when you like get a haunted oh, okay. monkey paw you, and you make a I wish. I thought you all really did this because that would make sense. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's definitely something that's going to now be like an urban legend in the states. Like, did you know that they wish on cursed beaver? Yeah, I'm gonna paws? Add, I'm gonna add it to his Wikipedia right now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Anyway, the point so is... tell me this true story. All right. The, the point is, is that, you know, the whole time I was, you know, wishing and hoping like, okay, he's America's problem now. I knew it was going to backfire on us in some way. And now it's backfiring on me hard because he's coming back to the province I live in. So... I know. We need us, America, we need to close our doors, turn off the lights, put a moved no forwarding address sign on the door. But... Please, they're not going to stay in Canada, especially Haley Baldwin. Her oxygen is attention. And anyone, nobody really knows who she is in L.A. And so nobody is really going to know who she is on that lakefront mansion. I don't, there's only moose around there, right? And moose don't know who she is. No. Actually watch that the head of her fan club is a moose. Yeah. It's like, I'm so excited. Autograph, please. Okay. Um... Alexander Skarsgård and Charlize Theron, two beautiful blonde Amazons. There was a rumor years ago that they got together. That rumor came back up when they worked on a movie, recently worked on a movie together. Uh, Askars did an interview with Wall Street Journal magazine, and he was asked about that rumor, and he wouldn't deny it, and he wouldn't admit it. He only said, it's impossible to live in a vacuum. You hear oh, I heard you're dating so-and-so. Sometimes you're like, yeah, I did. Sometimes it's never met the person, but give me her number. They totally did it. Oh, they absolutely did, which is really creepy because I think they look exactly the same. What? <laughs> Why, because they're just both blonde, white, and beautiful? Okay, yeah, right. I can't, I can't right. tell blonde, blue-eyed people apart. They look but, the same to me. Yeah, congratulations to them. Congratulations to Asgars, congratulations to Charlize, especially congratulations to her because she, she was humping on Sean Penn for so long. So that's, oh, that's this an is this is like the palate cleanser. This is the universe's upgrade. Yeah. Okay, Prince Harry and Duchess Meghan. 
They were at the 100 Days of Peace Benefit concert in London tonight, Thursday night. She wore a blue Jason Wu dress with ruffles on the front of it. So some people think she's trying to hide a growing fetus. They also say her face is fuller, her skin is glowing, and her hair is shiny, which means pregnant. She no looked, need for a pregnancy test. No looked, need to piss on anything. <laughs> Do you think that the royals pee on pregnancy tests like the rest of us? No, they find out because the queen puts her hand up there and checks. Doesn't she do something like that? Oh, God. Maybe in like the 1700s. The <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's more cute. I bet like they send they a release cor- a corgi. Yeah. They release a corgi. And if like the corgi like turns around your foot, then you're pregnant. But if the corgi just like sniffs and leaves, you're not pregnant. Yeah. And then they send you to the gallows because you're, you're not. You're not producing an air. Yeah. But the proof makes no sense. It makes no sense because if I was fucking Prince Harry full time and I didn't have to worry about money and I was always getting drunk with the queen, my skin, my hair would be glowing like the sun. People would be sunbathing around me. You know, that doesn't. Yeah. It's a look of pure happiness. Yeah. It's the look of I'm getting rich ginger dick on the regular. That's the glow. It could be pregnancy glow, but it could also be that glow. Yeah. Ginger dick and no job. Oh, yeah. I'd be smiling like that, too. I know. You'd be the sun. Yeah. Okay. Finally, the cast for the 27th season of Dancing with the Stars is going to be announced next week. I know you can't wait. I know you wrote it down in your calendar, Allison. My nails are a bit completely off from nerves. So we've already been told, this is confirmed, that Nancy McKeon, a.k.a. Joe from Facts of Life, is in the cast. Amazing. So the Us Weekly has more names. They've named more names. And Allison, I'm going to ask you what names you recognize. Okay, because I don't know anyone that's on this list, so I'm very excited about this. And I don't think, I think it's going to stay that way, actually. Terrific. Mary Lou Retton, Bobby Bones, Alexis Wren, John Schneider, Demarcus Ware, and Danielle Umstead. I did not make up any of these names. How many do you know? Okay, you said the first one was Mary Lou Retton. You know Mary Lou Retton. She's the little she's the little gymnast that got carried off by her coach because she like hurt her ankle. Not carried. That's Carrie Strug, girl. Oh, Mary Lou. Oh, Mary Lou Retton's just the tiny one. That's like oh, she's from the eighties. Mary Lou Retton p- played Tiny Tim in Scrooged. Yes. Okay, so I know ding, Mary ding, Lou Retton. Ding ding ding. Yes. Who's Bobby the sac- Bones, your Bonnie- favorite porn star. Bonnie Bones. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones. That sounds like a dog food company. So you don't know him. No, I don't know. You don't know her. Her, him, her. I don't know what that is. It's her. So he's a country music radio host. Okay. Oh, okay. Next one is Alexis Wren. Uh, an Instagram model? Yes. How did you know that? <gasps> did, are you guessing because her name is Alexis? So you're thinking Instagram model. That Michael, that's exactly what it was. Okay, I was like, John, her name was made for an Instagram model account. John Schneider. You know who that is. John Schneider. You're you're probably too young. I mean, um, I'm too young, but is that, I know who that is. Is that Papa John? Who? No. From the pizza company, Papa John? No. Although they would put him in the cast. They're that shameless. They would. John Schneider. He played Bo in Dukes of Hazard. <gasps> oh, okay. All right. Uh, Demarcus Ware. I'm going to... I want to say football player. Yes, and you would... Be right and Danielle Umstead. Danielle Umstead. Oh, is that like maybe like a YouTube beauty guru? Close, an alpine skier who is legally blind. 
So that's the cast so far. And Joe from Facts of Life is their biggest star. So, and she's obviously going to win it. Just give her the Mirrorball trophy now. Just give it and la- Okay, before we end this part, did you see that HBO documentary, Mommy, Dead, and Dearest? Um, I didn't watch the I'm whole thing, about? but I know what you're talking about, yes. With, I'm not going to give any of it away for anyone listening. I'm just going to say watch it right now. If you don't have HBO, I'm not going to give you my HBO Go password, but you should get it from someone. Ooh, so it's fancy about this- HBO password. So it's... This Dee Dee Blanchard, who is the mom, she's Chris Jenner's idol, Dee Dee Blanchard, and her daughter, her sick daughter, Gypsy Rose. It's yes. about them. I'll leave it at that. But Hulu, they're doing like a true crime anthology series, scripted. And the first season, they're going to cover that story. And Patricia Arquette is playing the mom, Dee Dee. Now, if you Google Dee Dee, Patricia Arquette and Dee Dee look nothing alike. And I say Mama June was robbed because that was her role. You know oh, what I'm talking about? But yeah, Google Patricia it. Arquette. Well, Patricia Arquette, though, is a great actress. And maybe she will, like, do a transformation. I don't know. I think it should have been Margot Martindale. Obviously. Yes. And Leah Michelle gives me gas, but she should play the little girl. She was born to play that little girl. So Leah Michelle. Call your agent and Mama June, who is ever in charge of your career, fire Satan. them. Satan. Well, it's probably her. She's Satan. So fire yourself, girl. This segment is called Shit Advice, and it's where Allison and I answer questions from listeners with problems. So the first one is from a person I'm going to call Dom. This is Dom's dilemma. I have a coworker who sits across from me. He buys a 32 ounce Mountain Dew every day that he slurps on for hours. His lunch is either a cheesesteak, an Italian hoagie, or ribs. When he eats, he sounds like he is sucking a huge dick. I mean, he is literally the loudest eater you can imagine. He smacks and gurgles and makes weird sucking sounds. It makes me so irrationally angry that I feel violent. I can even hear it over headphones. What should I do? Well, first of all, is he single? Secondly, give him first my of number. All, he sounds he like me? a party. Is he me? Because that that sounds... Well, I say just sit still because if he's really eating a cheesesteak and drinking a Mountain Dew every single day, he's probably going to have a heart attack. And so he'll be out of the office for a while if not ever. So there's pro- that. Problem solved. And I would say if if in the event that his heart does not give out, if he has one of those crazy hearts that's going to live forever, I would say start recording it, ask him to sign a release form, post it to a fetish website. And Pornhub. Sp- yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then split the profits with him. Make some money off this guy. If he's making those type of sounds, someone will pay for that. Or circling back to our question last week just microwave some fish and he'll shoo away and he'll go out eat in his car or drop an apple on his desk it, do, it sounds like his diet is shit to begin with yeah but what threaten do you him think, with healthy food so seriously though what do yeah. you think of anonymous notes because i was going to suggest to leave an anonymous note i hate anonymous notes you know i yeah i have gotten them from neighbors you oh know. really you've never gotten one no 
I guess I'm just a model tenant. I don't know. <laughs> or you've only lived around deaf people. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, I've never gotten an anonymous note before, but I I don't like them. I think that they're... So you wouldn't yeah. suggest to Dom to, to leave an anonymous note? No, what I would probably do is I'd make something up. Like, I'd be like, my therapist says that I've got some kind of like... Um, hearing aversion to sounds or just make up something then you sound scientific. crazy and then you sound crazy and he tell human resources and they discover you know they think that you're crazy and you'd be out of a job anonymous well, note all right we're going with anonymous note on this one we're just gonna go with anonymous note and don't write it from paper from your printer no hire someone on craigslist to write the note for you Yes. So that it can't be traced back to you. No paper trail, except a small paper trail, because you're leaving okay. the note on his desk. <laughs> okay, the second one is from Molly. Hey, guys, I'm a 29-year-old woman dating a 22-year-old guy. Is that weird and destined to fail? Um, short answer, probably. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm sorry, Molly. Well, it, it, only because I think, like, I'm sure that this 22-year-old guy is great. And there, it's only a seven-year age drif- difference, which is not that bad. But That's nothing. But I think that people are very different when they're in their 20s as opposed to when she's, they're in, like, She's in her 20s. But she's, like, almost 30. I think that there's – I would say, like, for me personally, the age of, like – uh, like transition is like 26. I feel like anything before 26 is like you're not necessarily the same person. Like your ideas will kind of change around 26. So like this 22 year old, I'm sure he's great, but like you don't know if like he's going to turn 26 and then either become a totally different person or want different things or. Well, I say it depends on the 22 year old and it depends on the 29 year old. The 22-year-old yeah. could be more mature than the 29-year-old. You know, when I was around that age, 22, I usually only date older. So mm-hmm. I would date, you know, eight, 10 years older than me. And actually, that's a bad example because they probably think I was immature as hell. And that was <laughs> a mistake. So don't listen to me. But, I think, go ahead, but, sorry. No, you go ahead. I was just gonna say I kind of agree. It depends on the twenty two year old. Like if you if he has a job, if he's responsible, then go for it. It sounds great. If he skates skateboards over to your house and asks for a hot pocket, then like it might be time to reconsider. Yeah, it depends. I need more information. Yeah, yeah but I, I need more I, information on the twenty two year old. I'd say for now though, get it. I mean Well, that's what is. my thing is. My first question is how's the sex? Because <laughs> Age ain't nothing but a number as long as the dick is good. And who said that? My Angelo, right? Yes. Yes, it was my Angelo, the great my Angelo. Okay, I think that's so. I think that's um actually engraved on her headstone. It is. Yeah. Okay, so that ends that. And if you want us to give amazing advice like we just did, you can email us questions, problems to D T at delisted.com yes okay so. delicious tacos please at delisted.com oh i like that let's go with that it's sure. better than what i usually think so <laughs> let's go with that okay that ends our show for today thank you for listening um buenas noches michael oh god girl let's go bye <laughs> bye <laughs>